0: It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Offix, man. On your way, and the don't hit you with full grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving
1: and I'm in Upex. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another wonderful episode of the UPEX Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined on this beautiful April evening by Thank Me Later. How we doing this evening?
0: Good. I gotta figure out if my audio is bad, or yours
1: you still sound like you're talking into a tin can
0: you sound like you're talking in a tin can,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I was gonna say dude, I think it's your audio because that was a hey, okay stirs do I sound like a tin can
1: you sound so do I sound like a tin can stirs
0: yeah you you sound like a tin can to me man,
1: huh Interesting.
0: Dude, I just got a brand new, I just got the new Razer Blade. This laptop
1: is bangers. Okay. All right. Sounds like I got to redrop the theme song after we're done with this. Outstanding. Yeah, we'll figure this all out. Anyway, let us, give us feedback on our wonderful audio. We do have, uh, this is episode 63 and we're recording it on April 29th, 2021. And you know what? This is the first time in I don't know how many years I haven't been hanging out with friends, watching the NFL draft, eating some wings and drinking some beer. So my dedication to put in this podcast out each and every week, I make sacrifices for it. Now, do you know what the NFL draft is? Thank me later.
0: No, I don't really drink alcohol.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) That's what I thought. All right. But anyway, uh, we do have a a show lined up for everybody. We have, uh, we got our weekly numbers and we'll talk about the Oakland release that is happening. Some of you will be listening to this podcast as Oakland is being released. We'll talk about, uh, the stress test and the results of the stress test and what they discovered. We do have Hussein Azari from, uh, Seymour on. He's more talking. He's going to talk to us about DeFi and making it more consumer friendly and, uh, what he's done in the blockchain world and helping educate people about cryptocurrency, he's got a pretty cool story going on there. So we'll have that segment with Hussein, and uh, we we do like okay. to bring. Can we, can we
0: make more Butt jokes now, or do we have to wait for him to leave?
1: <laughs> well, I think you just did. So, <laughs> and that's well, that's awkward. C C M O R Q underscore. You can find him on Twitter, and you can find it dot com. so yeah uh before tmo jumps off the uh off the non-explicit bandwagon i guess we'll get our disclaimer out for the day the views information and opinions expressed on the epics podcast are solely those of myself thank me later t davis b dag and any guests of the podcast and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of upland me inc We're not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first. And we do have a a podcast review to read tonight at the end of the show, and I have it up and ready to go, so I will not disappoint you tonight.
0: Only took you a month.
1: Hey, sometimes it happens. But... Anyway, with no further ado, we'll bring on our uh, guest, uh, Mr. Hus- Hussein Azari. How are we doing tonight, Hussein?
2: Good, good. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming on. So you, so your background started, you did a startup, and Goldman Sachs bought it in 2018. Is that correct? Yep. Um, now, what was that uh, fintech startup? What was that? What was that all about? <laughs>
2: was basically around uh, uh, in, uh, empowering and enabling consumer to get better deals. Um, if you think about consumer finance, uh, uh, it hasn't been putting uh, the focus on consumer. It has been mostly focused on finance side. Um, and uh, uh, technology has shown us that uh, focusing on consumer is the way to grow, is the way to change the Games as Amazon's, Google's, Netflix of the world um, have turned basically industries upside down. Um, same thing has to happen uh, for for uh, the consumers side of the finance, and it has been um, actively being explored. Uh, which clarity money, the startup that uh, I was co-founder also um, operated uh, around that idea Um, and um, it was an exciting run uh, to see um, how much consumer cared and valued such a product and attraction Uh, basically consumer is looking for uh, someone to fight for them and to get them a better deal Uh, and uh it's it's a really good space to be in and try to fight for, uh, fight for the consumer. So, um, and the continuation of my work is also focused on that.
1: Yeah. So after that, that led to you to become the founder of, uh, Seymour. And your, your goal is to level the financial playing field by developing financial management tools and novel products to establish and maintain, uh, the consumer's ownership. Um, so what inspired, is that just to carry on from your first project?
2: I think uh, the the roots of it is kind of looking at uh, uh, technology and where it hasn't disrupted as much, uh, which is consumer finance uh, f- from the perspective of uh, product as well as uh, infrastructure and technology. And when I was at Google, I kind of felt that Google could could have done some on some stuff on that front. Uh, but uh, is, when you have an idea like that, you're better off taking risk on your own and trying to build it the way you think maybe it uh, should be. Um, so um, And it, it is the kind of episode two of, uh, of that, uh, that kind of series. Uh, hopefully. And uh, and it goes deeper to rely on uh, uh, blockchain as the rails, as the infrastructure, than relying on the conventional finance uh, and all the rails that, you know, any and every banking system is built on these days. Uh, we do have an alternative uh, that's called blockchain. Uh, and uh, financial products uh, on top of it, that's called decentralized finance, DeFi. And we could totally build um, similar products to consumer finance uh, on DeFi, uh, which we call it consumer DeFi. Um, And uh, um, it's an inspiration uh, from my own past. I I was born in a, a developing country and I've seen uh, that uh, having access uh, to infrastructure, to information, to capital, and all those things is a big component and big part of success. Uh, you may have the talent, you, uh, but if you don't have those accesses, uh, you might not end up being as productive of a element, uh, you know, um, uh, that you could be. And every flesh and blood, doesn't matter if you're born in New York, if you're born in Kansas, if you're born in uh, uh, Mexico, Brazil, um, you name it, uh, Southeast Asia, Middle East, uh, every flesh and bone, um, you know, is pretty much similar. <laughs> you, you give them the, the access, you give them the right information, right education, and access to capital, which is the, what we we are discussing here mostly, uh, they would do good stuff. Uh, so, uh, and uh, and that's an inspiration for myself because I have a story like that. Um, if I didn't have access to platforms like Google uh, uh, and books and everything that I could kind of reach. Uh, m- Probably I wouldn't be having the past that I had uh, in my uh, journey. And uh, I think uh, we can expand this access by using blockchain and using consumer DeFi because with blockchain, you really, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you could be part of this network and transact, you could be doing work and being paid for it. Uh, you could be contributing to the network. You could be an artist creating NFTs and selling. And that's, that's such a big, uh, I think, next uh, frontier for humanity to really enable everybody to join uh, the capitalism and contributing and being rewarded and, and go beyond, you know, uh, however many people that have access to it and just make it a global, universal thing, just the way Google is. And that's my inspiration, and that's what we work every day around.
1: And with cryptocurrencies and blockchain technologies, it's getting the gatekeepers that you used to have to go through to get into these arenas. It's removing them from the equation. Um, One of the things that we do like about playing Upland Think you later will attest is that the ease of use you don't know you're using blockchain, it's available on your mobile app. You can log into your phone and buy and sell virtual properties, um, participate in treasure hunts, and all this other stuff. And you don't really realize that you're using the blockchain itself and everything structured in it. And it's you're, you're not trying to transfer from I have to go from my Coinbase to my. Um, you know, you're going to go to a pancake swap or you're going to your Binance. You don't have to move it around, um, and it's the ease of it. One of the things that you talk about, too, is having uh, consumer access to blockchain information through an easy-to-use interface. So one of your goals is education and making the ability for the everyday consumer easier to interact with uh, consumer DeFi.
2: Right. Um, and you're spot on and uh, basically your example of Uphold and people don't even know they're using blockchain, right? So when I was a kid and I was searching something on Google.com, I I, I really had no idea. I still don't understand internet, you know, as in-depth that uh, would, would uh, you know, would help you. Uh, to even get close to what goes on under the hood, and I worked for Google, but even 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 before that, like when I when I'm like fifteen years fifteen year old or when a kid goes to google.com and searches a term and learns something, uh, they really it doesn't matter if they know what internet is, and probably it is even better if they're just focused on learning what they're learning than being confused by some jargon and some complexity. I think a similar uh, pattern here applies for blockchain. The most successful products are gonna be the ones that they get something done, they deliver some value uh, without people knowing that they're even using these infrastructures. They might know this is on blockchain. You say Uphold is on blockchain, on on EOS, that's it, right? And I could go, I, put, I could play this game, I could do all kind of stuff without really being concerned that what's going on under the hood, what's the block, what's, what's the information that lands on a block, how long it takes, all those things. So, um, and uh, uh, consumer DeFi will have the same pattern. Uh, so people will just get better deals, get better interest on their money, uh, get better rates to borrow. Uh, get get better ways to save, uh, uh, get uh, uh, rewarded as bonuses, airdrops, staking from these blockchains because of participation in them, um, and that is the uh, that's the value that people will be kind of concerned about, and people will be benefiting from rather than uh, a view on blockchain or whatsoever is driving it.
1: So do you have any uh, any big product coming to market anytime soon, or what's your biggest thing that you're pushing for right now?
2: We have our iOS app out there um, uh, that basically you could create a wallet, you could uh, fund it, and you could... Uh, uh, lend it or save into it and lend it to get an extra interest on it or you could have uh, say crypto and you could borrow against it. In the meantime if you saved something in crypto and you want to get like quick $2,000 cash to pay for something um, that's 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 a cheaper loan than any credit card would give you if you are um, taking it from say for example Compound. Generally speaking, obviously, uh, any of the credit cards with high APRs. So, um, uh, and uh, uh, those are the products that are available in our app uh, now. And our app isn't for iOS. Uh, the Android is on and works. So, hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, the Android is out there as well. And uh, we, our mission is to just make this simpler, easier, uh, and. Uh, Something that people don't even uh, need to know anything about blockchain. They just need to come in, say, "Hey, I have, I can save five hundred dollars a week, and I want to save into an uh, a saving account that uh, gives me seven percent interest rather than one point two percent interest that your your best CD account out there would would give you in some cases." So. Um, uh, that is our uh, goal and vision to uh, to make, and our app currently uh, delivers that. And our we we release new things almost every week uh, or every other week, and we we have this continuous improvement mindset to just keep building and uh, releasing products that empowers the consumer and gives them better deals. Anytime and every time we see a better deal, we are going to add it to our app and we're going to let our users know.
1: Wow. So that's definitely something there's a lot of players out here that that's the interesting thing about Upland is we have people that came from the crypto backgrounds, people that came from the gaming backgrounds, people that came from um, just the casual gamer versus the hardcore gamer. So this is definitely something uh, that will spark some of the interest of our listeners, and they'll definitely be checking out uh, what your product has to offer. We do appreciate you taking time out and joining us on the podcast tonight. you have anything else you'd like to add in before uh, we let you go for the evening?
2: No, this was fun. And, yeah, I mean, you mentioned gamers, and I, I just want to highlight something that I personally really believe in. And there are studies that actually show uh, that uh, when something is learned through an entertainment, our brain is uh, multiple times more uh, elastic to respond and learn than when it is learned through some dry educational approach. This is actually very common with babies, and if you look at, like, some of like kittens and stuff, how they kind of uh, play, play, but they're basically learning stuff you know as they play. So that is a proven fact that when, when you approach some concepts from an entertainment perspective, you actually learn stuff much better. And I think with crypto at some level, when crypto is blended in with, with products like uh, you know gaming and things that you guys are talking about, it actually makes it a much better finance class than, you know, going around and uh, like going for to a class for like for a semester and digging into s- some of these stuff. And we saw how in the like the GME stuff, like every every kid that I was talking to, they, they knew what is the shortest squeeze. <laughs> so while you learn that in an MBA class, a <laughs> finance class, an advanced finance class, so... Uh, I think there's a lot, a big value in uh, kind of blending uh, the entertainment and finance and gaming and finance. And I, uh, sometimes I hear that uh, people are made fun of that. Oh, these things are serious things. You don't do these things from like put gaming and stuff. Just I, I mean, your audience is in gaming. I I, I mean, if, if if for whatever it was, uh, I I think having fun while learning finance is the best way of doing it. And for the people who don't get it, they shouldn't be discouraging you. So, and thank you very much for, for, for this interesting and nice podcast.
1: <laughs> uh, thank you so much. And uh, I'll get you the links after everything is uh, once we're published, this will publish on uh, April 30th. So this will be out tomorrow.
2: Fantastic. Have a great, Have night. A great night guys. Thank Bye-bye. you.
1: All right, that was Hussein Azari and uh oh, I just lost the page on that um but yeah, interesting app uh something different, something not usually done on the podcast here, but we do have a lot more to talk about tonight. uh thank me later, did you know the floor for San Francisco now is approaching uh fifteen thousand upex?
0: I believe it.
1: The cheapest property right now is a 45 Mount Vernon Avenue uh, for sale for 14,950 up X.
0: That's crazy.
1: Like I do you have
0: any, like when's your next, like, do you have any like blocks of numbers up for sale? Like at what point does it start hitting your new, your next floor?
1: I think, I gotta look. But I think everything else is higher. I did have a property sell for uh seventy-five thousand uh UPEX on the Genesis block this week. Uh was it from Big Nick? Um who bought that? Maybe.
0: He just tried to offer uh, fifty thousand a piece on mine.
1: Okay. Yeah, I
0: had well, a- especially I'm mad if he paid you because I think mine are up for one fifty. He comes in. Tries to lowball me after buying yours for 70.
1: (laughs) I'm looking at I'm I'm looking that up right now. I I looked and uh, I looked and I'm like, Hey, what? I didn't understand why I had it listed that high for that style of property. I'm like, Oh, it's on the Genesis block. It was on Scott street. But then right around yeah. the corner, I had a couple listed for 150 And then at that point in time, I pulled them all down because I don't want to give up any more Genesis block properties. That's the second Genesis block property that I've sold. It's interesting. And uh, it's been a while, but yeah, very interesting. The floor is getting uh, higher and higher. I, I did not expect the floor to be this high this quick in San Francisco.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I think we knew it was gonna, I mean, it's been 10 for a minute. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the, I guess the other crazy thing is like we haven't even talked property development and we have the, the spark scavenger hunt coming up, I guess. Yeah. Um, which I I hope means that spark is closer. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's fifteen thousand already, one spark comes out, it's gonna be nuts.
1: Yeah, it was Empire Man that bought uh, my Genesis block property. So oh, Empire Man, okay, yeah.
0: All right, well, Big Nick's off the hook. But, <laughs>
1: but did you yeah. see uh, the tweet from Edan the uh, the other day? Which one? Uh, with the pictures of the two um, houses. Yeah. Yeah, I did. What did you think of those?
0: They were houses. They were
1: houses. <laughs> Does it? <They're, laughs> they were better than the than the uh buildings that we had before, don't you think?
0: Yeah, that's true, but see, I'm not like um the interesting thing about a game like this is to me it's not necessarily the graphics. It's the aesthetics. So as long as they have like consistent aesthetics and like they keep with their bright, fun colors. Like I'll be okay with it. Honestly, like I don't need it to be like ultra high def, realistic. Um, I don't necessarily want it to look like Minecraft block style either, but.
1: um, I think too many things are doing the Minecraft block style thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's easy to do. So that's why, again, I feel like. Upland is creating a very specific look with how they kind of do things. And it's a, again, it's, it's a little bit bright and cheery and colorful and I, I kind of dig that vibe. So I wouldn't be mad at the houses if they had some more fun options too, but yeah, for me, it's all about, you know, spark functionality. Um, but yeah, yeah, the houses are pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I'm getting excited for it and hopefully one day you have free range to just design your own and build your own. So then your neighbors can get mad.
0: (laughs) I think it'll be interesting. I'm okay if they keep the the buildings fairly standard. Um, But if, uh, if we can have like the, the decor and the, the decorating, because honestly, like you could do more or less the same, block style with windows and then just like sim city it a little bit or not sim city even um the sims where like we need to just like change the color of the walls and the windows i feel like there's a lot of little options you can do right um to, without having to change the models so
1: the sims was fun um uh, oh, the sims online the sims. and then it was fun when it was the sims online and I, I don't know what they did at ea to make that crash but yeah right They had something that was way ahead of everything. And then they screwed the pooch on that. And I'm not promoting bestiality there. Yeah,
0: probably. Well, no, it's just, (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Through you for a loop. That's, that's the rare one.
0: (laughs) No, sorry. I'm trying to catch up on chat. I wasn't even listening to you. Did you say something funny?
1: No, not at all. I never say anything funny. Okay, good. Good. Moving on. All right. Do we even discuss DAP radar numbers now? Because it was just always exciting when we were sub 10K, and now we're pushing, like, close to 100K, and do we celebrate those milestones anymore?
0: Yeah, I can't. uh, And, I mean, did did you see? I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, 100,000. I mean, that's that's big. Uh, Did you see my tweet, though, since we're talking
1: about numbers? Um, no, I've been ultra busy this week. Unfortunately, I'm so behind even. So no, no worries. So
0: it was actually, uh, tweeted, um, wax and, uh, DAP radar in alien worlds because today, uh, wax announced it has 1 million users, right? Huh. Fantastic. Um, Alien Worlds is saying that it has a million active users a month on blockchain, which means that one out of every two accounts on WAX is playing Alien Worlds. Now, I'm not a mathematician, but I can survey this room and go, how many of you own WAX? How many of you play Alien Worlds? And I'm going to guess there's going to be a discrepancy in that half number, which
1: I would agree I with know,
0: you, just seems very suspect. That everyone just seems to want to blow their own horn. You don't have a million people playing Alien Worlds. You don't. You you might have a hundred thousand, maybe, but I don't know. I think that the fact that they're touting this kind of growth. Um, is insanity and quite frankly insulting. Like, I'm sorry, like I would have heard about it on the news. It would be front page on the Wall Street Journal. You would be beating top shots.
1: Absolutely. And uh, yeah, even, are they tracked on, no, they're not tracked on CryptoSlam, are they? I'll find out really quick. Uh, CryptoPunks is uh, still... Hot.
0: Well, I feel like cryptofungus is just always going to be yeah.
1: hot. So Alien Worlds has done uh, in the last twenty four hours three hundred and ninety thousand uh, dollars. Last thirty days, Alien Worlds has done uh, eleven point nine million dollars in sales. MLB's done uh, seven point six million in sales.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It just kind of bothers me. Like, I like the project. Like, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer on the project. But it just, I don't know. It, it is frustrating to just see that and then see people trying to defend those bogus numbers. <laughs> and then a place like DAP Radar, which we've been using so much, and I thought, you know, was kind of legit Then for them to just publish those numbers and not even care. Like that
1: seems weird to me, but it it does. They love me. Now here's my question. So there's voxies and you have all these blockchain stuff and they're using all these cheap, all these voxels and, and just, I I guess blockier, cheaper style graphics. Does the NFT world and, and uh, these games evolve with their graphics sooner or later?
0: Mm, Well, I mean, Minecraft is still a huge hit. I mean, a lot of the graphics are based on Minecraft. Again, a game for me and for most actual gamers, well, I won't say that because there's varying kinds. But, like, if you're, like, graphics don't matter depending on the type of gameplay. If you're doing, like, first-person shooter or some big action title you you really care about the graphics. Like if you're playing a Tom Clancy, something like that. But if you're playing, you know, a turn-based, a a micro-strategy, an RPG to some degree, if it has a stylized look, um, I mean, look at something like World of Warcraft. I mean, those aren't top-of-the-line graphics, but um, they have a very specific style um, that they're able to stick with and uh, that resonates with people. So, hey... I think having blocky assets is kind of the, the style of now. And the problem with that is that it is going to age. So I don't think that the graphics will necessarily get quote unquote better, but they will evolve and the, the like the taste will evolve. And that's why I'm glad that, you know, it's so far upland's kind of driving its own artistic style. Uh, and I think if they do that, then that will help them age at slower, I'll say. Um, So it won't age as quick because it's not linked to the current exact block style that a lot of people are doing.
1: So here's an interesting, sorry, I got distracted. I I did hear everything you said and I do like the points that you bring there and agree with (laughs) it. It it, it does depend on the title and and what you're looking for in the game. So that does make sense. Um, On here on Crypto Slam, I hit the all time tab and alien worlds. It says owners six hundred and fifty six thousand eight hundred and sixty six so there's a discrepancy right there different
0: yeah i mean yeah i i mean i don't know i can't i don't know the chain well enough but i do know the space well enough to know that there's not a million people playing
1: so like that's there's not that's the owners now the interesting thing is the buyers there's only a hundred and nine thousand seven hundred and twenty two buyers
0: wait can you see those stats for
1: upland um for some reason upland is not uh because this is nft collectible so and if uh upland is not on crypto slam gotcha
0: yeah and again i'm not going to debate whether or not upland also has some bots but and some multi-accounting
1: the, they do. the value we all know. in doing do what said they do and we all know that but yeah
0: yeah but again the value in upland currently like maybe you can figure out a way to squeeze 3 or 4 bucks out of a multi account maybe you do that even a dozen times like yeah you're a jerk and you just cost the game 20 25 dollars um and you're likely go and be banned and whatever like so far you like you can't fiat out the likelihood is that there will be you know caveats for being able to fiat out I really hope that they don't let anyone who gets put in jail fiat out like I think that that should just like you should be permabanned from fiating out if you've gone to jail although again not hard to have your friend sign up and then transfer but like you know okay that happens sure in alien worlds All you have to do is sign up for a crypto account that, as far as I'm aware, requires no unique information to create. A wax wallet is a ghost wallet. And then as soon as you sign up, you get two free NFTs, which can be sold and also staked on our planet for as much as a common card uh, from Upland, which is whatever. Um, And then you can use it to start mining immediately to get other NFTs and uh, cryptocurrency, actual cryptocurrency. So you can't tell me that there aren't people that are just literally mass creating accounts and just, and, and have a bot for that. You just can't convince me that that's not happening.
1: Yeah. I once again, agree with you. I'm in an agreeable mood today. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i don't know and it, and it just sucks because it's just like you know you say that you're doing things and okay whatever the captcha i don't know if that like I, I don't know so i wish they would be real with their numbers because honestly it's kind of it's kind of baloney but whatever i'm happy i think upland again if upland has a true trajectory we're seeing the you know the kind of um, continual improvement on the numbers and, and the build. And honestly, like that's kind of surprising given the limited content that's currently been released because the growth has now caused a lot of, again, back to making sure there's enough properties for people to enjoy, enjoyably play with.
1: So if up, if alien worlds would admit what their numbers actually are, you would actually agree to what six inches actually is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, babe, I got one hundred. I got a million
0: users for you right here. <laughs> uh, oh. No, 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 babe. Trust me, Dapper Radar said it's a million users long. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how uh, that works. Yeah, "What are you talking about?"
1: Just like the three and two rule. Let me know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> moving on oh moving look at that on. there's two unminted properties in san francisco right now shut
0: up two get, of it. get uh, it boys i, bro- I guess san francisco is not sold out
1: fsa find your fsa buyer in san francisco there's two of them out there yep so we're running into
0: the it. fsa fsa is quickly gonna start standing for oh wait uh no i don't want to cuss fudge shoot is available <laughs>
1: no, it's not as funny no it's not but we get we get what you mean
0: f s is available like fsa that's what it's going to start standing for and then you're gonna to have to get your fsa buyer to go pick it up
1: there you go oh uh,
0: hey look at it wait is this by city
1: Uh, Oh no, this is, this this is is overall, um, but yeah, we're, we're having a supply and demand issue. There's uh, a very limited supply. Uh, the overall properties minted this week are way down 28,000, um, properties bought through offers is 2,996. Um, and then properties bought from listings, 22,021 properties and 260 fiat sales.
0: But see, I kind of like i I like the secondary market and the and like the new mint market to be kind of equal.
1: Yeah, I, I do like that. But your overall market change, you're not seeing the huge uh, half a billion upex swings that you've been seeing. Um. And
0: yeah, well, but the, you got to keep in mind, like that's just because I mean that was between the market and then like mint sales, I like adding to the overall cap. I mean, that's still 284 million is still 284,000
1: correct dollars. Right. That's correct. And we do have to, I don't know what's going on with the dashboard this week and the information
0: so the chat has noticed that I'm trying to have a curse-free episode and I don't know, you're just putting in things that you think are going to make me cuss. They're they're trying is to that, trigger you. Is that is you trying to trigger me? They're,
1: they're trying to trigger oh, you.
0: Chat, you are the worst.
1: <laughs> uh, Big Nick moved up 13 spots this week. There's your boy Big Nick
0: yeah I think big Nick i think he might be part of the invenom crew maybe
1: sanctum moved up fifty five spots at uh twenty six million up x Mikis, look at that moved up two hundred and seventy one spots to number forty eight with twenty point nine million up x with ninety four properties
0: nice
1: and uh more cheese more cheese please moved up to spot 92 22 spots up with uh
0: 12.6 get it more cheese
1: 6 million man to crack the top 100 11.7 million opex is needed to crack the top 100
0: that's a lot of opex like i mean that's i mean we were already at i guess executives only But now, like, you can solidly be an executive (laughs) and uh, not be able to do anything. Man, MG crushing it as usual. Oh, Look at those sales,
1: those fiat sales. Theater district, theater theater district, district. theater district.
0: Theater district.
1: So MG has a total of about uh, 9350 $50,000 in up Excel, or I mean in Fiat sales, sorry, Fiat sales on his Theater District properties. Uh the Lou Daddy sold one of his Financial District properties on Broadway Street for $1800. That's a big that's
0: a nice one though. Oh, I missed that's it. That, 7x. That's only 7x.
1: Yeah. I mean MG was going 40 and 50x on his.
0: Yeah like 40 and 50 eggs like that's that's no brainer money
1: yeah and um, um so yeah sanctum bought uh upper east side property from mg for another 1200 so crank that total over 10k for them uh 10 5, five. very good
0: that is a rich pickle
1: <laughs> a very rich pickle <laughs>
0: that is a delicious pickle god i want a pickle i'm so hungry
1: <laughs> you're so hungry and you want a pickle I,
0: dude pickles are delicious what are you talking about
1: they absolutely are um we finished a big sam's club jar cloths and pickles today and my son was excited to drink the pickle juice and my wife said she wanted to vomit so it's pretty good pretty good nice. pickles
0: yeah we we uh, don't allow that in my family anymore because my dad told my brother that he could do it but he had to finish the jar um, mm. and a night of just pickle juice vomiting all over the house uh, <laughs> subsequently uh, has made that a banned uh, activity at our, at our family's house. So,
1: But pickle juice is a great recovery from a hangover. So if you got a hangover, swigging some yeah. pickle juice will help rehydrate you. Or if you just did a nice uh, heavy workout, it helps uh, with uh, rehydration.
0: Yeah, pickle juice. It's the Gatorade of trailer parks.
1: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I like that, the Gatorade of... uh... Yeah, Gatorade of trailer park. It's a trailer (laughs) park
0: Gatorade. What are you talking about? Pickle juice, obviously. (laughs) How do you not know?
1: You heard it here first. You heard it here first. All right, so we've had... uh, we've had some challenges in the upland here over the last uh over the oakland release had a couple of stress tests um you know they really they tried to release oakland and there was significant lag with the amount of players trying to mint properties at the time yeah and then so they did the right thing they they stopped the release in frustration and Before we even get into this, um, we do got to clarify for, I don't know, about the hundredth time is we're not, we're not fanboys. We're not agreeing Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm kind of a fanboy. Well, to the extent that everything Upland does is great and we're just mouthpieces for the Upland team.
0: Yeah, no, that's not true. That is not true. But I am a big fan.
1: Me too. And we are invested just like everybody else is invested in this game. Some people more than others. Um, and, but yes, we do support Upland and we all have, we all want it to succeed. There are some players out there that are just consistently negative about Upland and where Upland's going and they're fear mongering and they're just trying to stir up some drama. But there, there is a lot of positive things that came out of the stress test. And, yes, it's in beta. I mean, you just saw MLB have issues. The Weezer, Weezer just had a release uh, today. It went, okay. Um, they had some, I don't know, did you check out the Weezer release? Oh no, I didn't. They, they have some interesting <laughs> NFTs. It's like, yeah, you'll just have to check that out on WAX. It was interesting.
0: Yeah, I think one of our listeners, uh, Olestra, Olestra put one in chat. I tried to grab it, and it, yeah. it was like already claimed. I guess
1: you're talking about the diarrhea medication guy.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But he put a he put a link on Natasha Hooks for you. Oh, nasty hooks, Natasha. <laughs> I can read. Shut up, you're stupid. That's your face.
1: Um. Yeah. yeah, that's my face. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, but moving back on. So they did do it. They started doing stress tests after the Oakland release failure. Um, and the stress test had even more people minting than uh, on the Oakland release. Uh, and they identified a lot of back end issues. Uh, there were issues with sends and duplications with that. Uh, and then they did another, another stress test. And once again, there was an issue with collecting sends, but they did implement the captcha to stop the bots because they definitely, they realized that there was a bot issue going on with minting properties. So they're trying to address that just like a lot of these uh, projects are doing.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, as soon as, I mean, and, and honestly, in a weird way, it's a good sign for, for the game in the sense of like, the game has now gotten to a point where it's important enough and uh, valuable and profitable enough to spend the time to create and run and maintain bots and try to figure out ways to game the system. Like, it wouldn't have been, like, who needed a bot a year ago? Like, just go buy whatever you wanted. Um, you know, so it's a good sign for the competitive landscape. But, yeah, they're they annoying. Like, I, I don't like them.
1: No, not at all. And, and, you know, they had a, they had a stress test again today. It went, it went fairly well. Um, They did, uh, they did see, you know, still strong participation um, and they don't know, you know, it's, It's still strong participation. And the great thing is, is they identified issues and fixed things, things that they were looking for. But then they also identified things that they didn't know was an issue at the time and which would be an issue here in the future. But they were able to address that. Um, So, and this is growth, you know, it's part of the scaling. They have actively, Uplane has actively increased the size of the company itself. Um, Right now they're onboarding a lot of new people and getting them up to speed. So, I mean, these are all good signs for the growth. And there's there's always the alluding to a lot of big things and brands and a lot of things waiting for with spark property development, spark mining. There, there's a lot of stuff still coming forward. And I still think because of all this stuff, the $15 secondary market in san francisco is still something great to grab i mean you're paying 6x markup but still i think in a 12 to 18 months that 6x markup was a steal
0: yeah so that's definitely like if you're looking at secondary market again you can't go you're not going to make your interest on it so here's here's the new strats folks save your your like ridiculous you need to there's there's two different things i prefer to do a mix of both but you need an interest base and then you need kind of your investment base your interest base grab a new city get the biggest and the highest level collection you can get do not buy them secondhand for your interest base because that's a waste the whole idea is to get as much monthly upex for as long as they're doing uh the 17 percent Um, and if they're in a valuable collection, then they're, they're going to have resale rate, um, no matter what, then start looking at, okay, well, where do you want to be strategically Manhattan and San Francisco, East coast, West coast, um, San Francisco with, with the beta New York being New York. Um, so those are kind of your two options and then secondary market, like. Yeah. Picking up those properties is going to allow you to not have to rent one in the future. You could buy an, ex- an extra one to potentially rent it out later, which is going to hopefully far surpass um, the, the meager uh, interest that you'd be earning compared to what you paid for it. Um, and then secondhand value uh, when that floor hits 20, 25. I mean, it's only going to go up. It's never going to go back down. Um, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's still great. And you can't look, as you're saying, you know, there's a 369 Trumbull Street in San Francisco. Original mint price was 1,680 UPEx. Now it's going for 14,989. But 12 to 18 months, what do you say? 30,000 30, OPEX for it? 45,000 OPEX?
0: I mean, potentially. It it depends. Obviously, there's a lot of market speculation there. Um, uh, it's, it's all about the neighborhood and it's all about the up squares like a secondary market. Those are your two prime things. Do not worry about interest. None of the properties you buy in San Francisco are going to be worth crap for interest comparatively. Like they're just not at this point. Uh, so look for the highest up square you can buy. Like if you want to buy in an area or a collection really for me it, it only matters on up square you're never going to make enough from the interest now on against the secondary market to for that to matter um, so
1: and yeah. that's what you have to look forward to you know the oakland launches tomorrow the rest of oakland launches tomorrow that will be exciting to watch how that goes i'm going to try and get in on that and what was the time on that again ooh i'm bad i didn't look that yeah. up
0: 9 a.m. 9 a.m. PST.
1: Yes, Pacific time. 9 a.m. Pacific time.
0: Thank you, Kong Phantom.
1: Are you a first-time live listener there, Kong Phantom? Whoa. nice, nice. Mars Utah hooked the man up for with a metaphors comic draft for there. Com- do you Kong.
0: you just command free I, things now?
1: Absolutely. I I mean, <laughs> it's like
0: Mars Utah. Give yeah. this man free things.
1: W- why not?
0: Why don't you have free things to give people? We do. Why does Mars got to give away his hard, you know, he worked hard. Him and his team worked hard on that, those assets. And now you're like, just give them away for free. I demand
1: it. He's been giving it away for free for the past month to lead up to the launch on Saturday, May 1st.
0: Yeah. Well, you can't go up to a loose woman on the street and be like, give it away to that other man. You've been giving away to everybody else. That's not how things work.
1: Absolutely. It is in in today's society. Yes, it is. (laughs) Everybody gets it. Everybody gets it for free. Uh Oh, Kong phantom. You got to compete with people. You're going to get click on this link quickly. Here it comes. Oh boy. It's a race. TMO. You probably already got this. So.
0: Oh, I mean, he could just private message him, but sure. That's true. Let's make, let's make this new listener fight for his prize. To the pit of death.
1: <laughs> Back to the Oakland release. Are you targeting oh, anything tomorrow? So there's an Oakland release. Yes. Nice. Y- you targeting anything special tomorrow? Today?
0: Um, no, not really. I mean, I'll probably pick up a couple more. Uh, again, I think for me, uh, I'm, t- I'm going to try and pick up as many collections in as many cities as I can. Um, on the primary market or you know at a reasonable markup secondary. But other than that, I think I'm just gonna stick to minting more in uh, San Francisco. Uh, maybe picking up some ones so no, I probably won't pick up a ton. Um, I'm gonna try not to spend my like seven million <laughs> UPEX <laughs> uh, safety net. Um, but we'll see we'll see what we'll see what gets released.
1: So if Oakland goes smooth, and they have they've fixed all these bugs that they had going on here i can see them announcing uh, another east coast west coast city here because of just the overall supply versus the demand as they continue to onboard new players there's got to be something for these players to buy even these fsa buyers they're buying up enough stuff to get to the limits and It has slowed down limiting them to two sales a week, but still they're buying them pretty quick.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, I I, I guess I'm just still two minds of it of like, well, it is a premium game. Like you, I, and I feel like for $5, you can play this game, but like it's a grind. So I don't like the idea of just giving away a bunch of free stuff. I feel like it devalues some other like the other general properties in that area but I don't know um yeah Brooklyn I would imagine that the uh, the New York starter city will be next I'd be my guess
1: I can That's see whatever a,
0: whatever they're gonna do for that
1: I can see a simultaneous uh, release
0: but there's not uh, they already have the three cities released for San Fran. There can be so each So each area only has like one, I thought, and now maybe, I mean, obviously they could change it. I thought like each major city, which was essentially a tier one city, would have a tier two and a tier three city associated with it.
1: I think they can have multiple tier cities associated with it. You still got your East Coast, West Coast hub. I mean, they are they can expand off of Fresno. They can actually go south off of San Francisco. And uh, now with the Oakland release, they can go up towards Berkeley. I mean, they got a lot of options on the West Coast um, because the West Coast yeah, has expanded I, I, as, the, you know, it started out original in San Francisco. Yeah,
0: but do you just keep doing it? It's like, no, nah, here's my prediction. So they're not going to release all of Oakland tomorrow. They'll release no, they it in won't. waves. Right. So I predict they'll do a wave of that. If they're going to announce a new city, it's going to be the tier three New York and they'll launch that and another wave or two of Oakland. And then uh, once they, hopefully that satur- saturates the market enough with unmented properties that people chill out for a second. So that way the development team can focus on spark and property development. So,
1: well, and then I mean, you the, could go the
0: international to- one,
1: You could go to Daly City. You could do a contest for the International Terminal in San Francisco. Start prepping that. And I know they're expanding the team. I didn't get the details of where their expansions were taking place other than all around, so... I don't know if they got a forward team that is now plotting uh, multiple cities because we all know that the Oakland property or uh, neighborhood lines were horrible. You had properties crossing stuff and somewhere in collections and not in collections. Um, But I could see them opening a, you know, something South of yeah, San I mean, Francisco it's just
0: character of the game. Like I get it. If it's a reveal, like if it's a, like, Brooklyn had all the properties revealed ahead of all the collections. So, like, I just go, look, we all have done it. Like, and you guys have it a thousand times easier um, now. We didn't have reverse lookup. We didn't have um, neighborhood. There wasn't neighborhood lines when we started playing. So imagine oh. trying to do sunset and you Google sunset and you look at a map of it and then you try and overlay it onto to upland and then you're guessing. And then yes, technically after you've mint a couple and you're like, why aren't these showing up? And then you're like, Oh, you can go in and you can drop down the interest thing and then see if it's part of a collection. Like you have no idea. Um, and I just go at this point is if it's pre-minted on the chain and it tells you on the property, that's what it is. Don't get all fussed. If you're like, well, this one says this or it's on the border. Well, what does the metadata of the NFT say? Because that's the only thing that matters. That's what was mentioned on the chain. Deal with it. Now, the New York, like things getting released and, and revealed, that's a whole different ballgame um, because, you know, you're buying based on, you know, good faith. But even then, to, to some degree, it's kind of like a limited depends on how they word it. And everything is pre-minted on the chain. So there's no favoritism. It's just, it is what it was. So.
1: Yeah. And I know when I started, I was like, Ooh, I want me some financial district, San Francisco. I ended up looking up addresses off of Google maps, financial diff- district, which was definitely different from what the financial <laughs> district really was right. in the game. So right. <laughs> that was uh disappointing but now you yeah, can just buddy. look at the collection and hit other properties and it shows you everything in it. And yeah, the ignorance of being a new player in a new game, it's always fun. We've been there through the struggles and that's what we try to help you through, um, on this podcast each and every week.
0: Oh, so the more, you know, the more you grow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, now you got that. We need that graphic of that shooting star going across it.
0: Right out of your ass.
1: Well, does Pooh really have an ass?
0: It's a meta. You wouldn't get it.
1: <laughs> That's not ass a word. Ass doesn't count, Franklin. No, chill, chill. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said ass. What are you, a
0: six-year-old?
1: Yes. <laughs> tattling on me <laughs> speak speaking of that you ready for this week's uh podcast review
0: yes speaking uh, of six-year-olds let's do this yes
1: so here is a podcast review listening to the upex podcast is definitely one of my favorite parts of every week since october when i joined and immediately began listening to the leaders of our upland community give insights that are not financial advice week in and week out Thanks to our host who sets up this podcast every week, I get to kick back and feel like I'm brainstorming, brainstorming alongside an inclusive community. Even if the co-host, Tickle Me Elmo, mispronounces fellow Uplander's names every week on purpose, occasionally running guests out of the chat, our other host, humble topshot half millionaire dad brings back the audience with great topics week in and week out. Great insights and updates weekly with multiple guests from our community will bring people to Upland and the Upland podcast for many months to come. I also enjoy all the numbers of insights that T-Bag and B-Davis are able to bring on the secondary show and am very thankful for them also. Also, a quick shout out to Hacker for all the numbers he provides that I use daily and every other community member who has brought so many ideas to the game in this very drawing inclusive community. Thanks. And
0: who, pray tell, wrote this load of rubbish?
1: You think that's load of rubbish?
0: Yeah. Did you write that? that I was did, garbage.
1: I did not write that. Who wrote that? They're just random names on the internet, my friend.
0: No. Tell me this random name. So I may mispronounce it and then laugh at it like a red cartoon character. I guess, puppet.
1: Wow, Mars tried to say that was signed by me. That is incorrect. What? Uh, yeah, Mars, as yeah. I was reading oh, yeah. it, he signed it. No, Mars Mars
0: <laughs> agrees. Mars agrees. You wrote that. You're a troll. You're not even good at it.
1: Uh, I definitely did not write that. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, the person owned up to it in chat. There you go.
0: Uh, collusion. <laughs> Collusion on both accounts.
1: No collusion at all.
0: Franklin, I thought we were friends. Tickle me, Elmo. Oh, boy. I almost cussed there, too. I really want to cuss. I want to cuss so bad. You, you didn't even realize it, that your review would be read. Maybe you did. Collusion. I knew it. I knew it. Collusion.
1: There was yeah, no confirmation. Franklin's a multi. Confirm
0: Franklin's a multi
1: of, of too, too stupid. Oh, just like you were like you were my multi account and I was your multi account.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. That definitely happened.
1: We were the same person depending on who you talk to.
0: <laughs> Fire truck nice.
1: <laughs> no. Oh boy. All right. So anything else before we get out of here for the week?
0: No, so we need to wrap this up quick. I'm going to start dropping F-bombs.
1: <laughs> All right. Before you start. Friend dro-
0: bombs. I'm going to start dropping friend bombs.
1: <laughs> start dropping Franklin, Frank- Franklin I have some bombs. bombs
0: for you after the show. Please stick around.
1: You got some Franklin bombs? <laughs> Franklin bombs.
0: These are going to be, <laughs> these are specially labeled Franklin bombs just for you.
1: That, that can be added to the Upex Urban Dictionary, Franklin bombs. Franklin
0: bombs. When somebody is being a troll to just try to get you to drop F bombs, Franklin bombs.
1: I like it. Uh, so yes, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Upex podcast, check out World for all your daily data needs. Make sure that you're subscribing to the podcast. So you know, when we drop a new episode, if you're listening to us on the Apple platforms, make sure you leave us a review and we will read it on air. And, uh, You can even write the ones to spin uh, Thank Me later up so he can call you a troll or mispronounce your name on air. It's always fun. Uh, Other than that, everybody be safe. Make sure you check out the Metaphors comic drop on Saturday, May 1st. Very excited for that project. And uh, until and oh, yeah, T. Davis and B. Dag did have some uh, issues this week, so there was not a episode at the beginning of the week it looks like they'll be getting back on their normal recording cycle this week so they will join us early next week with their updates and provide us updates on how the oakland launch went until then everybody be safe and talk to you soon
0: it's the opix podcast Glad you tuned in, got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might coming up obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it, iconic in. Welcome to offland. Grab your opic, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then the selling and flipping. Over the moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opics.